friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm Peg Cleland, and I invite you to join me today for a little pep talk. I've been having some thoughts lately on a topic, and I thought I would just give you a little pep talk from Peg. So buckle in. Uh, I saw a quote the other day, and this is what sort of sparked part of my thoughts for today's episode. But the quote was, I'm going to make you so proud. And it was a note to self. It was somebody's post on Instagram. I'm going to make you so proud. And that's just a little note for yourself. And I, I love it. I love that. However, I also added that it's not, I'm going to make you so proud. It should be, I am so proud of, and then a huge list of things that you're so proud of in yourself. Because I think, and so obviously the pep talk from Peg today is about the word proud. And I feel like it's a word that we, we find so easy to be proud of other people. As parents, we're proud of our children and their achievements. We can be proud of our friends and their promotion. We're proud of, you know, our team that won the championship. We are proud of others so easily. And we throw the word around sometimes without even thinking. And yet, when we're asked to do it for ourselves, it's not something that comes naturally or that we do often enough. We are very often harder on ourselves in every aspect, I think, of life than we are on others. And I love the fact that we can tell others how proud we are of them. But we also need to do the same for ourselves. We're hard on ourselves. And part of that is because we are always seeking. Even just the word seeking, I could stop there. We're always seeking the next level. Better results more skill, whether that's the next level in business, better results in your fitness journey, more skill in a sport. And I think, you know, fitness is a perfect example of, of us seeking better results. And so often people will start a fitness journey and maybe give up too soon because they're not getting the results fast enough uh, because it's just, they're not proud of what they have done. And that's the whole message of this little rant I'm going to go on is not giving yourself credit for how far you've come, being proud of what you have done, but instead being so focused on something that's in the future, the next thing, the better result, what we want to have, what we lack, we want to gain. So I realize this is great for growth. I, you know, I'm a growth junkie and I truly believe setting goals, you know, aiming for something that's a beautiful thing, but it's only beautiful if we don't get caught in our failure to acknowledge what we already have done. So growth is great, but what have you already done? How have you already grown? What have you already accomplished? What are you already proud of? And we forget those things in our pursuit of the next level, the better body, increased skills, more money, finances, all that stuff. And we can lose sight like in finances too. You can lose sight of, of what you do have, what your worth is, all the blessings that you have in a home or a car or something, because we're striving, seeking, wanting the next level. We're so driven by that. And, and some people uh, in human design, we talk about having a defined heart and a defined heart has more access to willpower and drive and healthy competition. And so, you know, 
I'm not saying they can still benefit from this talk about being proud, but they have a little bit more strength in that drive. But there are many, like 70% of the population have an open heart center where we really struggle with this competition worthiness, proving ourselves, pushing ourselves, driving for the next thing. It's such a, an interesting human characteristic that we have, and we all seem to have it living in this future <laughs> that we want. <laughs> so the problem is that we are measuring ourselves against something else. We're measuring ourselves against other people. This happens all the time. And again, I'm not <laughs> innocent of this. The comparison, we all measure ourselves against other people. We compare how we're doing to how they're doing, how our makeup looks compared to their makeup, what our hair is, you know, our body type to theirs. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. And I'm sure you've heard the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. And I'm sure that you can relate to that. You could be in a good mood and then suddenly when comparison comes up, you're not in a good mood anymore. An example of this is even in business. Um, And in my own business too, I've had months where I feel really pretty good about what I've accomplished in my business that month. But as soon as I hear the story or see something about somebody else who's done better, I, I can be happy for them and whatever, but I'm comparing myself to them and suddenly my joy over my achievements and what I thought I was proud of and feeling good about, it's gone out the window because I've now compared myself to them and I'm not as far ahead as them. I haven't done as much as them. So I've compared myself to them and lost all the joy. What if you didn't have those other people? And social media is, it makes it so easy for us to see the comparisons. Like they're just all around us. And in the olden days... (laughs) We didn't have that as easily at our fingertips. So you didn't have any clue that you weren't doing as well as other people. And you might have thought, yeah, I'm great. And so it's something we really need to be aware of is how much our mood and, you know, feelings of pride, being proud of ourselves or our success is tainted because social media makes it so easy for us to see and compare ourselves to others. And I'm all for having expanders in our lives. And that's, we talk about that sometimes in some of my coaching programs, the idea of things that can, you know, trigger us or make us feel bad or comparison. But it's also, sometimes comparison can be good if it, if it expands your growth and you're inspired to do more. That's a good thing. But it's monitoring this. And I think so often we don't, we don't give enough value to ourselves as we measure against other people. And the other thing we measure ourselves against is where we want to be. You know, we have this ideal picture in our mind of what success is, whether, you know, in your business or in your body, your fitness journey, what you have this picture in your mind of the ideal and that we measure ourselves against that. And we're not there yet, not there yet, still not there. And I'm reading a great book right now. Uh, This is not going to be a full book review, but I just want to highlight the book in case you want to go get it. It's called The Gap and the Gain. And it's written by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And The Gap and the Gain is, it sounds very simple. And I love the book because it's things that we should know, (laughs) could know, but we don't always think about. And it's such a simple way of looking at it. The gap is when we focus on that ideal that's in the future, that success that's in the distance, we're aiming for it. But when we focus on that, it's kind of like a moving target. 
And I don't know if you've heard stories about people who, you know, they want to make their first million, but then when they make their first million, then suddenly they want two million. Like the the target just keeps moving. So if you're in a business and you want to make $5,000 in a month, as soon as you make that, then you move the target. Or right when you're getting close to that, you suddenly say, wow, I'm up 10,000 would be really nice. So we've got these moving targets and that is the gap. We're focusing on what we lack and lack is never a healthy place to live. What you don't have, always feeling lesser than, don't have enough. Because sometimes when we don't have enough, it makes us feel like we are not enough. And that's related to our heart center as well. We talk about that a lot in some of my heart-centered programs in human design because not enough. We feel like we're not enough and we don't have enough. We're not doing enough. Enough, enough, enough. There's so much of that in our lives, but it can make us feel like we're not worthy because we're not enough. We lack things. We lack that achievement. The good part of this book, the gain. The gain is when you focus on yourself and your progress. Where did you start and where are you now? How far have you come? What have you gained? Measuring your progress and what you have what you have achieved. So no longer are we living in and focusing on lack. We're focusing on what we have. And so the whole message of the book is getting out of the gap and into the gain. It means that you've made yourself the reference point. Not something external, off in the distance. The thing that you lack, not that. The thing that you've got. You're measuring against yourself and what you've got. And so think, if you think about the fitness example again, people that stick with their fitness goals are the ones who aren't always measuring their gap because that's hopeless. Like it, sometimes it just feels hopeless where you want to get to and you're not there yet. And people quit the gym. They quit their fitness goals. But if they focused on the gain, well, I've, I've actually lost five pounds, even if it's not weight hey, I've actually, I can run for 10 minutes on the treadmill and I could only do a couple minutes when I first started. Like, what are the gains? Measuring you against you. When you are the benchmark, there's nothing lacking. So that's the whole premise of the book is getting out of the gap and into the gain. And I think this is also a little bit about gratitude because when we focus on lack, what we don't have, We're obviously not thinking about the things that we do have that we could be grateful for. So when you acknowledge the things you have, and that's like making a gratitude journal, you know, I'm grateful for the five pounds I lost. I'm grateful for the month I had in my business. Not the fact that I I lack the next promotion, but I'm grateful for what I've done and measuring it against myself. So gratitude is really measuring things against yourself and There was a great quote I heard from, um, uh, where did I hear it? I actually heard it from my coach, but whoever, her her coach, I think it's Alpha Femme is the website, uh, the Instagram handle, but she, Melanie Ann Lair is her name, but she, she says, celebration is a party thrown in the name of gratitude. And I love that quote because celebration is really like being proud, um, being proud of things. It's like throwing a party of all the things you're grateful for. So I really encourage you to do that. And I know some of you probably have a gratitude practice on a regular basis. You do that. But put a little bit more emphasis on that. And I'm not saying don't set goals. Set some goals to expand your growth. Love that. But 
Celebrate yourself a lot more often than you probably do. And I said at the beginning, it's easy to be proud of other people and amazed by them, inspired by them, but inspire yourself with some of the things that you have already, your, your gains. And I encourage you to do this daily. Uh, the other thing I was going to encourage you to do is go look up the song. It's called Proud by Heather Small. And it's just a really uplifting song about being proud. And, and it says, what have you done today to make you feel proud? Because so often, even after listening to this podcast, you might think, okay, what am I proud of? Well, I did hit a rank last year and I did lose 10 pounds. Like big things. We think about it has to be something dramatic or I won the medal for this. I got an award for that. No. What are the little things? What did you do today to make you feel proud? Did you go for a walk? Did you drink more water? Did you hug your kids really tight? Did you pick up groceries for your mom? Like, what are the little things that you did that you can be proud of? And let's make proud a word that that we use a lot for ourselves and that we really think about. So many reasons why we can be proud of ourselves. And yeah, I guess that's my little pep talk from Peg today. I really wanted to get that message out there. I love the word proud. I, I think, yeah, there are so many reasons that you, you can be proud of yourself. And I was going to use the word should. And I always say don't should on yourself. But I think this is one instance where should is a good word. You should be proud of all the little things in your life that you have achieved to this point. So maybe right after this, go make a list of all the things. Things you did in kindergarten, things you did um, in high school, things you did uh, with your kids, things you did today. Like do it all. Business, health, family, any category of your life. What have you done today to make you feel proud? All right, now I can breathe. Thanks for listening, and I hope this resonated. If it did, and you think somebody else needs a little pep talk on being a little bit more proud of where they are in their life, what they're achieving in their life, the small things that are going on, send them this podcast. Uh, And if you want to pop it on Instagram and tag me to share it with all your friends, I love that. I really do appreciate the the spreading of word. And I'll, I'll finish this by saying I am proud of myself. And, you know, I often don't think about, I'm getting better at this. You know, I'm looking to start this podcast and then where would it go? Where would it go? I could have goals for this. But I'm very proud that I believe this is going to be episode 21 that you're listening to. And I've been consistent. So I'm just proud of my consistency. I am not the best yet. I have lots to work on. But be proud of your gains. And let's stop focusing on the gaps in our lives, the things we don't have yet. And that's, that's a podcast episode for another time, but a topic or a podcast on the word yet, because that's a great word. Throw that one in everywhere. You're not where you want to be yet. All right. For now, I'm going to sign off, but thank you for joining me and letting me get uh, between your ears for another episode. And I'll see you on Friday. I won't see you, but you can hear me on Friday for another one of our mindful meditations. Any feedback you have, please don't hesitate to reach out. I, I do love to hear from you, even if it's things like the volume on the music in the meditation. Any of those little things helps me to make this podcast better for you. So thanks for joining me. Have a lovely day and I will chat again very soon. 